And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again, another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and providing you the timely truth centered around your real estate credit, finance, estate plans, tax plans, and immigration law uh, today on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're helping you win in any marketplace. We aim to, our, our, our number one goals are to educate, entertain, enlighten, but most importantly, we want to engage you to help you win. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. We want you to save our hotline number in your phone because at some point you're going to need it. 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. 813-670-7372. Bookmark our website as well, ConsumerQB.com. You can see links to all of our expert contributors from our website at ConsumerQB.com. A plethora of information available for you. I implore you to check out our website. You can see links to all of our expert contributors, uh, the finest folks in all of Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region that we've assembled, we vetted, and we bring on the show to help you understand more about your daily decisions, uh, life uh, aspirations, things that might happen. Uh, and uh, we don't care if you're climbing a corporate ladder or if you throw a ladder in your truck on the way to work this shows for you it's intelligent talk radio i've got some intelligent folks here in studio with me back in studio doctors martins Amudia, and uh, welcome back in immigration attorney thank you brendan yes sir my pleasure so uh, legal contributor here on the consumer quarterback show um, we're going to talk about immigration today yes the Good. most important item to discuss today is that of the i-9s I know last week we started the process of talking about the importance of the I-9s to the employer in the Trump administration. The fact is that people out there just think of immigrants as those, the Latinos, the Mexicans, mm -hmm. those from Africa or Europe without paperwork and they don't have to bother about immigration, but that's not the truth. Right. Today's immigration law applies to everybody. Wow. Including yourself any employer um, in the past is not been enforced because the enforcement was lacking mm. now there's serious enforcement of the employer's responsibilities as far as the i9s you know are concerned wow yep i would like to throw light a little bit on immigration the i9s and those that it plays around you know the different department with the i9s so that people okay. will understand what they are dealing with yeah. What makes immigration very interesting is the fact that it's spread wide in various departments. Mm -hmm. We have Department of State that issues the visas for them to come to the country. Mm -hmm. We have Department of Homeland Security that is actually in charge of um, both the enforcement and the processing of visas right here in the States. And then you have Department of Labor that enforces certain rules as far as who can be employed and who cannot be employed. So when you look at the various departments, you see that there are multifaceted operations out there. So the employer must know exactly how to do uh, paperwork for employing right. and 
whether immigrant or non-immigrant because the enforcement is for everybody. Yeah, that's important to know. I think there's there's a lot of misinformation out there around immigration. You know, the employment side is a whole nother, you know, area that uh, compliance, you know, need to make sure compliance for uh, employers. Uh, so Dr. Martins, Amudia, attorney at law here, uh, Center for Im U.S. Immigration Services. Uh, more from him coming up. Uh, we also have Ron Fuller back in the house as well. Mossy Oak Fence, welcome in. Brandon, it is always a pleasure to be surrounded by such great yeah i'm soaking it all in <laughs> i want to talk immigration i want to talk about the 30 year old that needs to be immigrated out of his parents basement yeah <laughs> and uh, let's talk about rotting wood and and metal posts for fencing yeah fencing so we'll talk a little fencing and we have our interesting story here judge rules 30 year old must move out of his parents home if you haven't seen this one it's a, it's a comical but it's real <laughs> so we'll talk about that here on the show today and uh, we also have our feel-good story of the week my daughter braylin's off from school summer school uh, or summertime is here so she's going to be talking about this story immigrant dubbed spider-man of paris gets french citizenship after saving a child so we have a feel-good story coming up for you there we want to give a shout out to our official restaurant partner which is brio tuscan grill at the international plaza mall uh, they do a great job uh, entertaining they have awesome they've got a sunday brunch now over at brio tuscan grill now all you have to do they got a special going on all you have to do is mention the consumer quarterback show when you go and visit them let them know the consumer quarterback show you're a fan of the show and they're going to hook you up with a free appetizer over at brio tuscan grill just by mentioning the consumer quarterback show and they've got some great food over there calamari uh, beef carpaccio the spicy shrimp and eggplant is excellent uh, the wait staff is very friendly and uh, say hello to them let them know the real estate quarterback sent you over at brio tuscan grill international plaza mall and as you know, I'm the owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent here uh, in Tampa Bay. I've got some hot listings I want to let you know about briefly here. 3911 West Euclid Avenue in South Tampa. This is in the Belmar uh, subdivision. Four bedrooms, three full bath, two half bath, $840,000. Great buying opportunity for this four bedroom, three bath, two story home in Plant High School District. That's the kicker there. One of the best districts uh, in all of Tampa Bay in the Gulf Coast region they say to live in is the Plant High School District. We've got a great asset here on uh, 3911 West Euclid Avenue in Tampa. Also, taking you across the pond over to St. Pete, Old Northeast St. Petersburg, giving a sample of that 33701 zip. This is the Northeast section, 215 12th Avenue Northeast St. Pete. This is a pre-construction property that's almost completed, almost finished. Four bedrooms, five bath, 3,700 square feet, one $1.4 million is the asking price here. Beautiful property in Tampa Bay. And we got an event coming up. I want everybody to come join us and, and raise some money for children here in Tampa Bay. This is a, a charitable kind of a PSA announcement that we're doing. Uh, bringing our, our business partner and Ken Shamrock's coming in town on June 21st. He's going to deliver a powerful keynote talking about his uh, upcoming, his his childhood, some of the challenges he had. But we're doing a keynote benefiting the Ian Beckles Foundation on June 21st, Thursday, June 21st, 4.30. The doors open. Come and hang out with us. We're going to do a live radio show broadcast. Check out Ken Shamrock uh, doing a keynote speech at Fire Station Number Five, aka Red Door Number Five. Uh, it's a great venue. Going to be have a lot of fun with you over there. Uh, so come out and network with all of our expert contributors. Our show partners are going to be there, and uh, it's going to be a great time raising money for the Ian Beckles Foundation. So uh, we'd love to have you there and uh, come hang out with us. And uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite. Just go to Eventbrite.com, search up keyword Shamrock, and you'll find it.
All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. So, you know, uh, Martins, I've been on air for five years now as a consumer advocate, and we've talked about immigration in the past, and and I think even now there's just, you know, it's a great timing to talk about this. It's something that uh, people are faced with. You know, you're hearing stories about families being torn apart. Uh, There's the emotional side of it. uh, There's the factual side of it. And then there's the gray area. Uh, So what we want to do is, you know, have you come in, and just educate our listeners about this topic. So I appreciate you coming in today. And uh, it's, there's a lot of misinformation out there about it. Thanks, uh, Brandon. The fact about uh, immigrants, again, in terms of pulling parents apart from the children, right, is a serious one. Because in the past, the again, the enforcement issue has been more last in the past. Now you have a situation where parents coming with their children here, they are separated. The seriousness and the impact of that actually is going to tell on the public right because as a parent myself i can imagine if i'm in a situation where i have to come in from other countries yeah. to come to the u.s and then because i'm trying to seek some form of uh relief whether it's asylum or any form of relief and then i'm separated from my child i mean that is torturing that's tough yes i'm not sure how the public will deal with the issue but as immigration practitioner we try our best to help those who are in need, um, whether they actually deserve what they need is a different story. Right. Because the law allows foreigners to come into the U.S. to seek, say, political asylum or for the children, special immigrant juvenile status. Um, let me educate the public a little bit about special immigrant juvenile status. That is something that many members in the public don't know because in the domain out there, People don't think of immigration until it becomes an issue for them. Either their child goes out to marry an immigrant or they get involved with somebody who works for them and they need help. Um, in South America, for example, they've had some serious issues in the last past, uh, say, five, six years. And the children coming on their own on accompanying minors because they have problems back home. Yes, some of them are actually sponsored by the parents to come in here, live better life and, you know, right. create better economy for them. But some of them actually were neglected or abandoned by their parents. Mm. You see, under the law, if a child under 18 comes into the U.S. and proves that there is abandonment or neglect from one of the parents, not two, just one, the child would have to be protected. Mm. You go to the court, either juvenile court or family court, to get a a court order to make the child an order of the state. Then immigration takes up the document and gives green card to the child. Wow. So that is appealing. When they hear that this is possible, they want to cross the border to come in and get it. But right. I mean, somehow I'm torn as to how this whole thing is turning out. I think right. over time the public will play, you know, would have to say something about it. Wow. So if I understand you correctly, I mean, people, if there's a minor kid uh, that somehow makes his way into the United States, the law, the way it reads right now is that the United States government would have to take care of that child. Yes. The general rule, as far as immigration law is concerned, when somebody comes to the U.S., whether they have a valid claim or not, they are allowed to come into the country. Wow. There is a due process where they will have to go to court. Right. All right. So when we come back, I want to pick up right there and we'll talk about that. We'll talk sure. about that. And, and I think I've heard that from, uh, you know, like like Cuban refugees coming from Cuba. You know, once they land on the soil, 
you know, I want to talk about that. There's a law there as well. Sure. So uh, we're talking with Dr. Martins Amudia, attorney at law, Center for U.S. Immigration Services uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. Uh, we're going to talk more about immigration law, how it may impact you as an employer and also potentially friends and family. So stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813 670 7372 online at consumerqb.com You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes, Intelligent Talk Radio. I've got some intelligent folks here in studio with me today, and uh, we're talking immigration law. Uh, currently right now with Dr. Martins Amudia, attorney at law, uh, Center for U.S. Immigration Services back in, in studio here and uh, educating our listeners around uh, some of these misnomers out there. Think, you know, there's so much bad information, and that's what's challenging today is when you get on the, the Internet or, or any type of website, you know, you're reading something. How do you really know it's true, right? I mean, it's got to yep. end with .gov or .org a lot of times, uh, but even then, some of the stuff might be outdated, old information that was posted, uh, but... But, uh, so that's why we appreciate you coming on the show here. Uh, update our listeners talking about you know immigration. So uh, before the break, I kind of posed that question. You know the law, uh, and I don't know what the case is, but I've heard in the past that that you know Cuban refugees are from any country really, but Cuba's the closest. I guess it's about ninety miles. Um, if they make it to U.S. soil, what's the rule there? They once they make it to soil, they're they're allowed to be brought in yes uh generally like i said whether you're a cuban or mexican or somebody from europe right. when you come in here to seek any immigration relief right and the immigration officer whoever is treating your matter feels that you're not qualified to remain in the u.s you're not deported outright mm. for the cubans they call them the wet foot and dry foot cases okay. where before obama left he changed the law, but prior to the change of law, any Cuban that was able to cross ashore to the U.S. line, coastal line, would automatically be considered for political asylum. Mm. And they were going to stay here usually for one year before they can get their green card. That is no longer the case. However, the Cuban that still comes in will still have to go through the process of seeking asylum, not automatically based on them crossing the coastal line but it's also it got to be based on the fact that they are actually qualified for the political asylum mm -hmm. and that is very very strict that you don't have a job what we find out there we have a client come to us and say hey i'm a refugee i want to seek political asylum i say well, tell me why right the standard is clear you have to show that you have been subjected to persecution or that you will be a subject of persecution if you go back to your country. Wow. So most of them can prove, oh, no, I don't have a job. No, no, no. You don't have a job. It's no basis for which you claim political asylum. Right. But either way, you still have to go to the court, immigration court that is clogged up right now, waiting for about two or three years before you are removed out of the country. Wow. That's the, the, the part that actually Trump administration is fighting against. Right. The process. 
But mm. again, if you take that out, then you're taking out the fundamental right of foreigners that America protects. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, if you break it down, if you look back in your history, you know, we're all immigrants to this country. Yes. You know, uh, my parents, my grandparents were first generation from Portugal through New York. Like, you know, a lot of families were yep. you know, through New York. You see the, a lot of the older videos, a lot of uh, or, or, uh, movies that kind of document that process. Okay, so so what's next? What do you want to talk about next? So yes, um, the most important thing I want to talk about for today, like I started earlier, is the I-9s. I because we've seen serious um cases coming up recently yeah just last week a client who owns a cleaning company called me and said look we got a letter from ice oh. ice is the department that actually enforces the immigration law so they came to her office and asked for all the human resources record basically they wanted to get the i-9s yeah and what they asked for copy of the i-9s when they were signed both the employer and the employee when they signed it and what they have as documents support supporting their right to work mm -hmm. okay but unfortunately my client did not know anything about i9 oh so that means from the start of it there's already a violation of immigration rule because the i9 is saying look for you to employ anybody oh. whether they're americans or foreigner you have to document their right to work yeah and you have to separate the file from the human resources file because they don't want to discriminate the I-9s must be signed by the employee the first day they come to work. The first day of the work. Mm. Yes. And the employer must sign within three days of the employee starting to work. Wow. So if you do not sign that within the period, you're statutorily violating the rules. Wow. And you're opening yourself up to large... To serious penalty. Mm. And some of them could be jail time. Wow. It's serious. So what I wanted to talk... To the audience about today is the fact that every employer out there should begin to look at the need to document their i9s right make sure that whoever they are employing has the right to work right for the american citizens what they ask for is the either the social security card and the driver's license okay that proves that they are they're legally allowed to work because for every social security card that is issued that you're not allowed to work the department of social security administration will write that the card is not valid for employment mm. so that's why you actually have to look for the social security card mm. because if you have a valid social security card with a valid id it means the person is authorized to work okay and to live in the u.s so it's got to be a valid social security card and an id yes got it. and then for the aliens they have to show that they are authorized to work by showing their visa Mm -hmm. because some aliens will have to they get employment-based visas say they are professionals so that visa must be valid and then the social security card they get is temporary social security card okay so we based on what i i was explaining earlier we are now in the process of trying to fix the client situation because this client never knew anything about the i9s wow and we're supposed to supply the i9s within 10 days to ice wow there's nothing to supply Ooh. so the question is how long has it been going for yeah you know willful violation is serious so those are the issues that 
employers should be wondering about what to deal with, how to deal with them. Yeah, they definitely should. So if you're a listener out there, uh, maybe an employer or, or, you know, in that situation where you have a, a friend who's an employer and they maybe have questions about these I-9 forms, this is this is a text offer. We're going to, you know, have you text the word immigration to our hotline. Uh, just uh, give us a text or a call, 813-670-7372. Text the word immigration to our hotline at 813-670-7372, and uh, we're going to put you in touch with with uh, attorney Dr. Um, uh, Martins Amunia, uh, Center for U.S. Immigration Services. And uh, we're talking about immigration straight talk here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And this is ways, you know, these are, this is, you know, making sure that you're not violating it. Because if you're in a situation where you're violating, you're talking about thousands of dollars of potential fines, you're talking about potential. Uh, in jailment and and you know losing your business over some of these things that could be avoided. Yeah. Uh, so we want you to think a layer deeper here uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So, uh, Dr. Martins, you know wh- what else are you seeing in that space? What I'm sure you have a wide variety of people you're serving with your law firm. Um, what what's kind of next up? What's next topic we should talk about? Well, I mean the issue about INA is there, but it's generally the need for business immigration to be amplified. Mm-hmm. Because the country is built around immigrants. Right. You can't shy away from the fact. Right. Why we think of immigration law as dealing mainly with the refugees and the special immigrant juvenile status, those kids coming from South America, mm-hmm. you also need to know the part that is critical to the U.S. economy. I mentioned before, last uh, period I was here, about the EB-5. Yeah. The EB-5 is a major one, but it's suffering right now because Congress is trying to make changes to it knowing that some of the legislators are thinking that the amount is that is being asked is lower than some countries mm. so that's been reviewed but aside from the uh, eb5 there are a lot of other possibilities that investors come into the country to put money in the system right for example the real estate brokers right you know there are a lot of transactions you can do that will bring the investors to the us and partner with whether real estate broker whoever is doing business here Aside from the EB-5, like I said, the L-1 visa is critical. The L-1 visa is for somebody who owns business from foreign country that want to expand their business to the U.S. Okay. Seems Those, like a good thing. Yes. Big, big, big. There are a lot of visas there. The beautiful thing about this kind of visa, which I enjoy doing, is that for this kind of visa, they don't actually have a limit. Mm. Unlike the H-1B that we spoke about last time, the H visa has limitation in terms of numbers. Oh, wow. So for every year, they issue 65,000 visas to wow. non-immigrants. But for the L visa, those who own vis- businesses in some other country for more than three years wanting to expand to the U.S., there's no limit. So ah, the country okay. can take as many as possible. Interesting. So long as they are valid and they are credible companies yeah. willing to expand to the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, you look at the business climate and you look at the uh, I'm from a small town in South Florida. So, you know, a lot of farming, a lot of agriculture down there. And you know, it's 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 a tough balance because there's you know there's a need for the the crops to be picked. There's a there's a need for those harvesting duties to happen, and and then on the flip side, it's it's you know people that are nervous about people coming in that are undocumented, uh, committing crimes. You know, how do we track them? People, how do we track them down? How do we you know do we have fingerprints on file? You know, that's I guess that's at the heart of the immigration challenge yes you know that that's i think that's what we're seeing and then you come into you know sanctuary cities where where cities are saying hey we're not going to abide by the federal government's law 
uh, even though these laws are in place, we're going to, you know, almost harbor some of these fugitives. You know, maybe when we come back, we'll kind of talk about that, maybe debate that a little bit. Sure. And we're also going to bring Ron Fuller into the conversation, mm-hmm. Mossy Oak Fence. And uh, we got a funny story for you. Judge rules 30-year-old must move out of his parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, stay with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, and we'll see you right after this short, short break. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, your consumer quarterback. 813-670-7372. Open phone lines at 813-670-7372. We'd love to hear from you. Call or text with any questions you may have. Um, we will get you in touch with the right answers for sure. And helping you win in any marketplace, giving a shout out to Kipton's, the Hotel Zamora on beautiful St. Pete Beach, our official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. They got a special going. All you have to do is call them up. Kipton's, the Hotel Zamora, beautiful St. Pete Beach. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you, and you're going to get 20% off of your room stay. And also, you're going to be hooked up with a bottle of wine and a charcuterie platter in your room when you uh, call in just by mentioning the consumer quarterback show you're on the vip list over there and uh, got three there's 360 rooftop views or gorgeous views overlooking the gulf of mexico and the intercoastal waterway great place Uh, check out kipton's the hotel zamora our official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we're back here in studio. We're helping you win in any marketplace. Uh, Dr. Martin's Immunity uh, Center for U.S. Immigration Services, Immigration Straight Talk uh, coming up as well. We got Ron Fuller, Mossy Oak Fence. Uh, but I wanted to stay on this this immigration topic just for a, a bit longer here, where uh, there, there's different types. I like what we were talking about, kind of between the break there. I wanted to you know expand on that. So there's an E2 visa that's out there uh, that is allowing. It's helping farmers uh, specifically, and it's and it's kind of catering to those countries like mexico for example so these are these are e2s that yes. are that are available that's going to be able to help bring in those those what uh unskilled workers you know they don't have to be skilled workers absolutely the reason why i bring this up is that usually when it comes to immigration people connote it negatively right the e2 visa is a positive visa because it's designed to bring investors to the country yes so they don't only come in with their workers they actually come in also with some funds mm. so if you find this kind of opportunity why don't you take advantage of it right. i think that is what we're doing now trying to help the farmers right for example those from the um mainly agricultural based economies help them in when they have the e2s the e2s they are not available to every country it's very important to note that Mm-hmm. is for select countries right those are treaty visas meaning that the u.s government decides to agree with another country on allowing their nationals to come in here as as investors right okay so that is different so when they come in as e2 they can come in on their own with their family and also bring in some workers okay to do work hmm. so and the difference between the e2 and regular visa is that the e2 is not necessarily for the skilled workers because we are very used to skilled workers. The, right. the best doctor from Sweden moving to the U.S. It's okay. It's easy. The best, the Nobel Prize winner from 
Germany is coming to the US as immigrant. Those are available, no problem. But right. the E2 gives opportunity for those who actually don't have the Nobel Prize brain, don't have the best uh, professional skills or multiple degrees to come in here with some cash and do business. Right. So that is the category we're exploring now to help the farmers because of the challenges we're having bringing the non-skilled uh, workers with the visa challenges right. you know, from other countries. Yeah, yeah, like that. Im you know, immigration law here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Martins Amudia. He's a local attorney here, our legal uh, contributor in the immigration space uh, here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Do you mm -hmm. have a question, Ron? Yeah, yeah, you know, Brandon, the one thing that that there's there's always seems to be a keyword missing. We we are a country built on immigration. But the keyword is we're a country built on legal immigration. Right. Uh, a country of laws and in a country where when they came to Ellis Island they were checked, had lice, their teeth were checked. I mean you you, you had to sacrifice to get here to be a, an immigrant. And um, the countries you, you can see what's happening in Europe where the the laws are just kind of railroaded. Yeah, and um, and it's it's becoming chaos. We're without laws, we'll become a people of chaos. Right. Yeah, I think I think it's a common sense thing too. You got to you know have the common sense mm -hmm. into the system, and unfortunately today you know common sense isn't very common in a lot of places. So yes, Ron, the yes. laws are actually there. I think what is happening now is that more of enforcement is in place more than what it used to be before right mm -hmm. that is the difference you know it's very hard in europe mm -hmm. I, I mean i've been to europe i studied there for years it's very hard to enforce immigration laws where countries are too connected you know yeah. we, we, are, we have the luxury of the southern border we can go there and traffic it but in mm -hmm. europe you have countries connecting everybody so it's all hard over to, the place to enforce, yeah. yeah so yeah to understand it's not their fault it's their geographical situation yeah they're living with the challenges for that so the geographical layout of the land yes uh, you know you could have literally four maybe even five borders or more you know crossing over right the, the, based on the the uh you know the the geographic geography of the country even the non-eu countries right for example like uk that left the european union they still have border with the european union countries mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they're hardly inspected yeah. they have trains crossing one country so it's it's challenging really yeah so it's, it's not their fault yeah it really is and, and the whole idea of the sanctuary cities here you know in the united states it's uh that to me that's that's something i just I, it was when i heard about the i guess it was in san francisco the guy killed people he he was held in the city uh you know that's that's like a worst case scenario playing out he he was and then i guess mm -hmm. the city says oh we're not going to allow the fed the feds to come in and take the guy i don't know exactly how that that would play out but hmm. do you, are you familiar with that story do you remember that story well somewhere? i'm not sure of that particular story but we are very familiar with sanctuary cities and what is causing right now right um you probably know why there are sanctuary cities a city like new york mm -hmm. was created by immigrants they okay. believe strongly that you should not report immigrants to you know the fed to pick okay. them up that's the issue Mm. So if you build your city around immigrants, it's very, very hard to turn against immigrants. Right. I think that is something that will be tested over time. Right. I don't think it's going to survive for too long. Right. But they have their pros and cons. Yeah. You know, one enforcing greatly, the other one without enforcement. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I was in Louisiana when the hurricane um, hit. The, the hurricane Katrina. Katrina, that yeah. Hit then, yeah. Yep. And immigrants came, especially undocumented. Mm -hmm. came in to help right 
and the police was my friend. I said, look, what's happening? You're not seeing these guys come and say, look, we can't build the city without these guys. Right. So that's the reality. Right. So if you actually stop everybody, we're going to have serious effects on consumer, consumer costs for production and services. Sure. Yeah. So it's a cash 22. But somehow yeah. I believe that the borders must be enforced and immigration laws have to be enforced. Right. But it requires some level of remodeling and restructuring of the law. Right. Changes has to be made to the law to make it easier to enforce and also create, you know, situations where what we have now can be addressed. It's definitely a complex topic here of the immigration. It's interesting. I know my, my great-grandparents uh, immigrated from Russia legally, and it was by a great, um, you know, it, they had to really contribute. Um, it was it was difficult, but they were so proud. They were so proud to be Americans. They were so proud to uh, to have be given this chance. But they, they worked through the laws, and, um, you know, it was interesting. They even felt it... Uh, rude to, to speak russian in public <laughs> they they knew yeah. that it, their english was very bad but they really wanted to respect the country they yeah. were great patriots Absolutely. yeah that's really cool man um so so when we think about immigration law we want you reaching out to dr martin zamudia center for u.s immigration services immigration straight talk here uh, legal contributor on the consumer quarterback show so we want all of our listeners go to our website consumerqb.com you can see links to all of our expert contributors there all of his contact information is on the website consumerqb.com so kind of lightening up here a little bit too kind of <laughs> sticking on the topic but maybe a little <laughs> bit off judge rules 30 year old must move out of his parents house it's time it's it's Time for a 30-year-old man to move out of his parents' home. A update, uh, New York judge ruled Tuesday par uh, parents Mark and Christina Rotunda of uh, New York want their son Michael to move out, get a job, take uh, his broke-down Volkswagen Passat with him. The couple gave Michael several <laughs> eviction letters over the past few months and have even offered him financial help, but he won't leave without a legal fight. So the story goes on to read, and we saw the video, Ron. <laughs> yeah. And incredible. I'm, I'm interested with the doctor. Doctor needs to be hired by the parents, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, no, this, I, is, I, this is a sad story. No, I, can, I can't get involved. For immigration purposes, after 21 years, you're out of it. Oh, That's way so funny. It's out of luck. This is, wow. this is sad, Brandon. I mean, here's a guy. First of all, he needs to go look in the mirror and find some self-respect. Yeah. At 30 years old. Um, I think this is a symptom of a, of a bigger issue in our country. I mean, we could all laugh at it. It's actually pathetic, mm -hmm. and um, I. But I believe it's a, a bigger symptom of our, of our entitlement, weak, limp-wristed, panty-waist society that we've become in this country. Yeah. Lazy. To put it mildly, he's obviously lazy. He get, the guy doesn't want to move out. He doesn't want to yeah. earn his own, you know, way and, and pay the bills and be out. And they even offered him eleven hundred dollars to find another place to stay. I and mean, he probably knows all the SpongeBob episodes, yeah. and he's probably pretty good at video games. But the guy needs to get some self-respect. Yeah, absolutely, and it, and it does speak to, uh, you know, a softening, uh, if you will, of uh, the American. Uh, I don't know if it's work ethic, and and of course we're not talking about everyone. It's it's across certain lines, sure. but but when when you look at it, a story like this comes into the news, and it's uh, yeah. it's comical, and it's but it's real. You know, people actually live into this circumstance. So, uh, you know, I guess they're kicking him out of the house, right? Is that what? Yeah, they said? when he he could find a Starbucks and he'd be all set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> post up in there right absolutely yeah, there i mean if, if he can get his volkswagen to to uh one of the 
vanistas that make coffee, he'd, he'd be all set. Yeah, yeah. All right, stay with us here. Consumer Quarterback Show coming in our final segment. We have uh, our feel-good story of the week. Immigrant dub, Spider-Man of Paris gets <laughs> French citizenship after saving a child. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent here in Tampa Bay. Uh, We're looking for a... A few select real estate agents that want to join our team. We're, we're recruiting. We're growing. We added offices on West Shore. Uh, we got an office over there sharing an office space with Ian Beckles on West Shore uh, in South Tampa. We're on Henderson and also uh, Ashley Drive downtown. We got an office there now as well. Town and Country is our base. So we are growing, expanding with Platinum MVP Realty. We're looking for uh, real estate agents that might want to join our team. And uh, we are helping you win as Tampa Bay and the Gulf Coast region's number one consumer advocate uh, here in Tampa Bay. Uh, check out our new flyers that we got put together. These are brochures and flyers that have all of our, most of our expert contributors in there. And uh, we want to help you win, connecting you with 80 plus uh, show partners, uh, CPAs, financial advisors, attorneys, all types of people that we can uh, put you in touch with to help you avoid commission, uh, uh, the commission-based advice that's so prevalent out there in our community, helping you, you know, going against the grain of the often negative mainstream media with our Tell Me Something Good segments. So uh, Bray Lynn is out for the summer out of school, so we're putting under work here on the Consumer <laughs> Quarterback Show with our feel-good story of the week. Tell me something Tell me something good. A man who was dubbed the Spider-Man of Paris has been invited to apply for French citizenship after staging an incredible rescue over this weekend. Video footage posted on Twitter showed Mamuro Gassama, who is living in the country illegally, according to a rights group, scaling an apartment building with his bare hands and no safety equipment to save a child hanging from a fourth floor balcony. The 22-year-old met French President Emmanuel Macron on Monday morning after being hailed for his bravery. Macron later announced that Kasama could seek French nationality and that the fire service was ready to offer him a job. I saw lots of people shouting and cars beeping, said Kasama, explaining to French media and how he got involved. I climbed up like that and thank God I saved him, he continued. I was scared when I saved him and we went into the living room. I started trembling and I couldn't stand up anymore. I had to sit down. According to the preliminary investigations, the child had been at home alone, reported AFP news agency. Yeah, and we were were kind of talking about this one. And and if you look at that picture there too, John, you know, the the one gentleman is holding the kid in place. So we're just wondering if it's some kind of a PR ploy or something. You know, you saw the video. It said staged. Maybe it was staged. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It said staged in here? Um, I don't think it said it was staged. Well, Scaling. it said staged. Oh, staging an incredible rescue over the weekend. Staging an incredible. Yeah, who knows? It, it looked fake to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, the guy's sitting there holding the, the kid's <laughs> right. arm. Uh, I don't know what the uh, you know the underplay there would be, but uh, yeah, interesting. So, feel good story. The kid yeah. got saved. 
Yeah, it's good news. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Ron Fuller here. Uh, he, he's in studio with us. Uh, Mossy Oak, longtime friend of the program, uh, real estate expert. He's been in the business, uh, real estate business for a long time. So, you know, Mossy Oak Fence Company mm-hmm. uh, can add security and value to your home or he, business. Absolutely. You know, uh, I am getting old. I've been a old real estate guy. And <laughs> one thing about fencing, it was always a positive, positive. Not everybody wants a pool. Not everybody likes a certain remodeled kitchen. You can sometimes put money into your home that you may or may not get back out. But a, a fence is kind of that universally wanted and loved item. Mm-hmm. And I was going to focus specifically on wood rots. It gets soft. It gets old. And uh, we use uh, something called Postmaster, which is a galvanized steel post, uh, which is actually hidden by wood. So you don't see you don't see the post, but it, it's a wonderful product. It's put in concrete. So we use a cedar picket with a galvanized steel post, and you have a fence that's going to last a very long time. And it's going to add value to your home. It's going to add security to your home, keeping dogs in, dogs out, you know, <laughs> alligators out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's a it's a product that's going to help you know add value to the property, and it's going to you know retain its value. Absolutely. That, that's that's what's great about a fence. Sometimes it's keeping your own children or your pet safe or maybe keeping you safe from possibly the neighbor's pet yeah, yeah. Uh, and giving you privacy from from your quirky neighbors sometimes yeah speaking about fences you know circling it back to the immigration you know is there going to be an immigration a fence built on the south border what you know where are we at with that have you seen that well i know it sure worked for israel in the gaza strip yeah um i mean we we have a right to keep our citizens safe as soon as as people in this country feel like we we don't owe it that to ourselves, we become a more dangerous world, in my opinion. Yeah. So I know it's talked about it. What do, what do you think, uh, Martin? Well, the, the issue of uh, fence is uh, debatable. Yeah. Um, for me, it doesn't matter either way. Some school of thought will say, look, you do the fence, you waste money because it doesn't solve the problem. Right. Yeah, a lot that's there to climb the fence. That's yeah. one way to look at it. Are you willing to put the resources there or they can build tunnel below the fence and still come into the U.S.? Right. The fact is that we have to use common sense to put the resources where it's needed. If we believe that it's needed for the fence, it's perfect. But I don't think that the fence or the wall would be a big deal because people around there are saying, look, the walls will not make a difference. Whether you call it wall or fence, it's not going to be the difference. What we have known historically right now with NAFTA is that Mexico is picking up. If the economy picks up, less will come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Immigrants coming here are not actually Mexicans. Most of them are from other countries. Perhaps we For should Central look at... Central America coming yes, right on absolutely. Up. Perhaps we should look at what could help those economies. Mm-hmm. Sustainable development. So they can remain in their country rather than trying to come to the U.S. Yeah. Because the fate of immigrants is a very, very tough one. Yeah. You know, I was talking to Ron. I came here in 1993. It's a tough one. To leave your country, to come yeah. to a country that you have no knowledge about, is out of desperation. Right. If people have the resources they need in their country, they probably would not come here. Right. That is more important. They will make their choice. Right. When I came in, I made the choice to come to law school. Right. And not to come in as a refugee. It's different. In our office, we try to encourage businesses in the U.S. to work with other businesses in other countries. Right. Crossing each other providing funds and do business together and building the economies. That is the key. Yeah. So the the more stable that, that the Mexican government is going to be, 
the the better their economy is, uh, you're you're saying that more people are going to stay, less are going to be seeking a better, you know, greener pasture, so Absolutely. to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What about the um, the drugs and the just the illegal activities? I've I've seen on the news where uh, when it's reported that they're they're making the walls kind of unscalable. And it's it's drugs, and it's it's just a lot of the the illegal activities that's right. crossing so easily. Um, where with legal correct immigration, the the wall wouldn't actually affect negatively people coming here correctly. Yeah, I, I think the issue of drugs is a big deal, um, but I don't subscribe to the fact that drugs coming through the Mexico border. You have vessels. I did maritime law mm. for two years. Vessels bringing drugs. They create special compartment investors to bring drugs from Europe, from Asia, through Panama Canal. Yep. And they get their way to the U.S. Yep. Those ports have nothing to do with the Mexican border. I think we need to be realistic and use common sense to mm -hmm. solve this problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, you know, Tampa Bay is a port city as well. Yeah. You know, Miami, a lot of the, the port Absolutely. cities. Um, you know, how can they physically check all the containers? You know? That's a big deal. That, that's the question. That's a big question. You know, yeah. can they get in there and check all the containers? Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting topic. There's there's so many you know considerations to make when you think about immigration. So if you or your family has uh, something facing you know, a, a conversation at least to have around immigration, uh, we'd love for you to reach out to the show eight one three six seven zero seven three seven two. Give us a call six seven zero R E Q B, and we'll put you in touch with Dr. Martin Zamudia. He's an attorney at law. Uh, immigration straight talk with him. Center for U.S. Immigration Service as well. He's located on uh, Hillsborough Avenue, I believe. Waters. Uh, Waters Avenue. Yeah. Waters Avenue. So you, um, so yeah. So when we look at that, you look at this. Uh, let's. I've got about a minute left for you. Uh, parting words, uh, Martin. Yeah, I think um, in the next few weeks we'll be working with employers uh, to solve the I nine problem. We're going to also let you know how you're going to help us promote that because they need to come in to learn that. Yeah. We have minds there challenges that they might face if they don't prepare for this right you know one hand is hey yeah trump is great on the other hand that could be a problem for the employees okay and the employers actually excellent excellent yeah. ron my parting words if you're 30 years old there's dignity in work uh there is <laughs> dignity and being self-sufficient you will be a happier person trust yeah. me yeah absolutely <laughs> Get out there and, and, you know, and today, you know, there's so much opportunity. You know, you've got the Internet, yeah. you've got YouTube, the number one search engine, the second search engine is YouTube. Uh, find a niche, you know, find a niche. Uh, look what, you know, Martin's, you know, he, he was an immigrant. He goes to law school. I mean, yeah, he's, he's awesome. investing in his future. You know, I think yeah. so many times people are, are so focused on that short you know, here and now. They, they're focused on tension relieving activities versus mm -hmm. goal achieving. You know, mm -hmm. so investing yes. in yourself, investing in your future and investing in your education. And, uh, it's, and a lot of it's free on YouTube. You know, find out what you want to learn. Pull it up on YouTube and apply it. Uh, so uh, great show today. Uh, excellent <laughs> stuff. Dr. Martin Zamudia, attorney at law, our legal contributor. Ron Thank Fuller, you, as always, great job today, man. Uh, we appreciate mm -hmm. it. We want our listeners, our viewers out there to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Something as simple as packing up some leftover food, clothing, carrying it with you to and from your commute, handing it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community and uh, do something kind for one another. And we'll see you next time here. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Twitter at Brandon Rhymes One, uh, Brandon Rhymes PA, Consumer Quarterback Show pages as well out there. And uh, check us out for that June 21st event uh, with Ken Shamrock here in town. Uh, and uh, please go out there and make it a great day and do something kind for one another. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz. Are you a real estate agent looking to take your business to the next level and supercharge your marketing? Hi, I'm Brandon Rimes, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and host of the Real Estate Quarterback Show, syndicated radio and TV show talk program on iHeartRadio, 1025 The Bone, daily five o'clock drive time on 1380 The Biz, and our TV show is on WeBeam TV. We're looking for real estate agents that want to join our team and supercharge their marketing utilizing some of our innovative strategies. We utilize the Real Geeks platform, Facebook marketing, internet marketing, and a lot of the traditional methods as well. Postcard mailers mailed for you, postage, signage, business cards, all paid for by the company. Aggressive real estate splits and ways to help you win in any marketplace. We need you to go out, take applications, and work our plethora of leads that we're generating on a daily basis. Reach out by clicking the form below and we'd love to have a confidential interview with you.